Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Right, it's time for Mind Yourself Now. And we're lucky to be joined in studio by a neuroscientist who's come up with something called the Brain Gym. Sounds a lot more fun than a normal gym. Uh, Dr. Sabina Brennan, hi. Hi, how are you? It's great to see you and congratulations on Brain Gym. I absolutely love this and I'm just kind of surprised that this type of thing hasn't been in front of me before. But let's, to people who don't know, let's explain exactly what Brain Gym is. It's a brain gym in a box. (laughs) Right. So people are picturing now, hang on. Like a treadmill for my brain, some free weights for my brain. What is this, Sabina? Yeah, it's a brain gym in a box. So basically, the box uh, contains 40 cards. Right. So you kind of pick a card out. It's got a beautiful illustration on them. I didn't draw them myself. They are amazing, yeah. Fabulous illustrations by Andy Goodman. Um, And then on the back, there's a little thing that you can, uh, called a brain fix, that you can do every day or one day this is you know you randomly pick a card yeah they're not in order or anything you no, just randomly no. pick one out of the box you randomly pick pick a card out of the box and um, uh, it tells you what to do uh, and then where the neuroscientist bit comes in it explains why doing it is good for See, your brain that's what I love about this because I am not a subscriber to Woo Woo, as many of our listeners will know. Uh, the man who usually sits in the chair you're sitting in, who's uh, in in uh, in New York right now, he loves a bit of Woo Woo, but he also loves a bit of science, which yeah. is fair. Well, I love this, the fact that what you've got is you've got the fix and then the neuroscience explains. So on the back of each card, you've both things and it's yes. explaining exactly why it works. So look, I've gone through this. I, I think it's brilliant. And I've picked out some of my favorites. I mean, there's things in here like... You know, intuition, stress, self-belief, positivity, joy, loneliness. It, it covers so many things. But one of the ones I loved was the idea, and, and Dermot has talked about this a, a lot, actually, uh, is about kindness and the fact that doing something kind actually benefits your brain. So tell us what you've got written down there for kindness and the science <laughs> behind it. Well, the thing is, yeah, kindness is one of those things that... When you're being kind, you get as much benefit as the person whom you're kind to. And even observing an act of kindness is beneficial. To your brain. Yeah, I mean, it it releases the... um, uh, It releases endorphins that actually make you feel good. But it also um, activates the reward and pleasure centres in your brain. So you get your little dopamine hit. Nothing wrong Uh, with that. No, nothing wrong with that. And um, yeah, and, and you know, that's good for your... Your, your brain and your overall uh, sense of well-being. And I suppose, yeah, where you are in the world and the fact that the world isn't as dark a place as it might be painted. I, I, I'm a huge believer in the fact that there's a lot more good in the world than there is bad, but we are faced with a lot of bad stuff all the time. Uh, and if you can actually delve into the goodness, you find that it's just as newsworthy as the bad stuff, but unfortunately it doesn't get as many clicks. So that's why we're told. It doesn't, it doesn't sell papers. It no. Doesn't, and actually, to be honest, I don't really listen to the news. You don't need a constant flow of depressing and upsetting information because when you hear something awful has happened in the world, yet another tragedy, it will activate the stress response in, in your body. Yeah. You have a physiological stress response and stress is really... P- that kind of stress is not good for your brain. You know, poorly managed chronic stress actually impacts negatively on both the structure 
and the functioning of your brain. So you really, you, you kind of got to find a stress sweet spot yeah. because you need some stress you do need some in stress. your life. Yes. And that's how you achieve your goals and how you get things done and you get a great buzz out of achieving things. And too little stress. One thing that's not talked about enough, I think, is too little stress is not good for your brain either. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you have to have sort of, and it'll be different for everybody, you know. You've got to be just constantly pushing yourself a little bit beyond your comfort zone. Oh. Okay. You get a huge benefit uh, in your brain from doing that because anytime you learn something new, which is usually associated with, with a little bit of scenario. stress, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it activates uh, neuroplasticity in your brain. And so you start to grow new connections in your brain and new neurons. And what you're looking for um, for a healthy brain is a dense uh, dense brain connections and loads of brain gotcha, cells. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Well, uh, one of the things I like to do is highlight some of the good things that happen around the world. So what I do is on my Instagram, I have a little highlight. And every time I see something good on the Instagram, I add it to the highlight. It's called Lovely Things. And in there, it might just be something like, you know, a story of an elderly dog who was at a shelter forever who finally got adopted or a family reunited or a charitable thing somebody did or a kid who helped another kid. Whatever it is, I put them in there. And I see people... Because the stats are revealed to you. People going in all the time yeah. and visiting to see like, yeah, I've heard the news. I've read the papers. I'm just going to go in here because I need to balance something out and realise that the world has actually got some nice stuff going on too. And you know what? You, I, I think that's just a fabulous idea. I think it would be no harm if people even kind of copied bits for yes, themselves. Not totally. You've got to keep going to his Instagram. But, no, but sure. Know, no, but do. Yeah. Little place. Yeah. I mean, there's another little suggestion around doing that that I've come across before, which is for yourself to keep a stash of any nice emails or when people said something nice to you yes. and to keep that as a place that you can go and visit when you're feeling a bit down because it's yourself. not ego when someone, someone does something nice or sends a nice email it's, it's, it's definitely worth keeping as you said for a time when you may not feel yeah, that you're, yeah, you're worthy yeah. of those things. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we're social creatures and, and, and you know we've got to remember that our brains evolved for millions of years uh, before we had so our brain sort of has evolved to operate in a completely different world than the world we live in sure okay it's continuing to evolve but you know the world's changing quicker than than, than the brain over time and so you know we've evolved to, to be creatures that are social and we need to be part of a social group so that's why things like smiling you know make you smile back and and make you feel good because it's you know, it's good. It also actually, when you smile, um, you know, people are more likely to approach you. Yes. Um, I wish I'd known that when I was about 15 or 16, <laughs> when it was thought to be cool. That you just yeah, you had your goth face, face on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, come here. One of the things that you did talk about is smiling. And I, yes. I love, I have it here in front of me because it's one of my favorite cards. And it says, smile when you pee, <laughs> smile in the shower and smile when you look at yourself in the mirror. So what about when you're doing something mundane and routine, like going to the bathroom <laughs> or having a shower or looking in the mirror? What does smiling do you know, neurologically to us? Yeah, I mean, it promotes neuroplasticity again right. and, and, and the growth of new brain cells. But um, it also, so it really indirectly in a way impacts on brain health because it does things like lower your blood your blood pressure okay. and I'll explain that so midlife high blood pressure increases your risk of developing d- dementia in later okay life. right do you, do you know what I yeah. mean so if, it, if you can you can lower your blood pressure yeah, in midlife yeah, yeah, that yeah, will help yeah. you later right? yeah 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 exactly and smiling helps to do that um, it also um, releases feel good hormones those endorphins etc and the thing is endorphins um, 
actually are sort of, you know, they're like a bit of a painkiller, you know, so they yes. can express pain, you know, and laughter is kind of the best medicine. Smiling and laughter are, are kind of linked in that way. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's even research that shows that when you're exercising in the gym, the real physical gym, yeah. as opposed to this brain gym, that uh, if you smile, it feels less painful. Sean, did you hear that? Next time you're getting swollen in the gym, smile when you're doing your squats and you'll be, you'll be less painful. Yeah, um, you yeah. talked about a stash of good things maybe that you said there that people have said nice things about your sent email or whatever. There's also a laughter stash yeah. you talk about and one of the ones, again, laugh and it's a great picture uh, of a jar full of laughing people which is a beautiful illustration but it says create a laughter stash, gather together your favourite videos, podcasts, photos, memes, jokes, anything that reliably makes you laugh and visit your stash as soon as you feel anxiety at rising and laugh to relieve your stress or release pent-up emotions. I mean, the fact that like that isn't just something that is written on a, a picture of clouds on Instagram and says, if you feel anxious, just laugh. Like, this is, again, this is neuroscience. It's proven that laughing will release the feelings of anxiety. It certainly reduced them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And and um, I, I I love when neuroscience actually sort of confirms old you know wife tales yes, and adages yes, like yes. laughter is the best medicine uh, and, and actually that's what's really exciting about this and of course we only have the technology to understand the functioning brain for decades exactly you know so I mean? new it's a, sh- it's a short period of time so I love that effect again laughing also releases opioids which you know help with, with pain and with everything pain. else yeah. but also laughter is what I call nature's natural stress buster so it actually reduces cortisol levels. So cortisol is one of, cortisol is one of the hormones released during the stress response. Yep. And, um, you know, it can have it interfere with your sleep, you know, yourself. You might get to sleep and you wake up and you just feel absolutely wired mm. and that's your cortisol. And then when you wake up in the morning, you actually haven't... Cortisol is involved in loads of other activities. You get actually a little spike of cortisol just before you wake, wake in up in the morning. That yeah. kind of gets you, gets out, of you out of bed. bed. Yeah. But if you've been stressed and you've used up all the cortisol during the night, then by the time the morning comes, you just can't drag yourself Slug-ish. out of bed. It's yeah. everything everything out of whack um, so yeah laughter is 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 really important way to manage um, uh, to manage stress and I, I think sorry I, I think there's something interesting that sometimes at the worst most stressful most awful times of our life we laugh particularly so Irish a, people yeah so yeah. a funeral a grieving yeah. part of the process is sitting around and telling funny stories about the individual mm. and it's interesting how times have changed I'm all for kind of political correctness to a certain extent now there's something unusual happens you, you know if there's a tragedy one of those awful things that happens on the news it only takes a very short period of time before you scroll through your feed and, and you see people on. with funny, funny black humour about yeah. it and people say oh that's awful and it is on one hand, but on the other hand, I sort of believe it's the brain's sort of pressure cooker release. So it's coping. It's it's kind of a coping that mm. says, whoa, your stress levels are getting way too high we here. To this is something. just too much to process. Let's find a way to kind of... So I, I think there's room for it, not laughing at people, but there's room for it. It's, it's how people, it's it's how people like firemen do their jobs. Yes. It's how, how surgeons and, and people deal Paramedics, with death all the yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. so I think sometimes we got to be careful we don't throw, throw the baby out with the bathwater, that, that things have evolved because they serve a purpose, but using them sort yes. of appropriately. I know people now are listening and going, I need brain gym. So how do people get their hands on this? Um, brain gym is available on online on all the online bookstores. Okay. It's also available in 
Dubray books. Dubray books. Yeah, I'm glad I said that right because I nearly said Dubarry, but they're shoes. They are shoes. Yeah. They are you shoes. don't need shoes no. for this brain gym. <laughs> <laughs> brain gym available online. Go have a look and I highly recommend it. It is brilliant. I love that it's backed by proper neuroscience, which you always get from Dr. Sabine Brennan. Thanks for coming in. Great to have you. Thank you so much. Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.